is Digital Marketer. This week, it's Marisa Murgatroyd and Bethany Cowan. Hello, and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Snavely, and today is super special because we have a double interview, an interview within an interview, and it's all surrounding our flagship event, Traffic and Conversion Summit. So first, I talk with Bethany Cowan, our programming manager at TNC, who's helping to shake up the events industry by doing more than just going virtual. You can find out more about what TNC is up to on Instagram at Traffic and Conversion Summit. Now, Bethany was kind enough to let us share this incredible interview she had with Marisa Murgatroyd. Marisa is the founder of Live Your Message, and in her words, we are in the midst of an online education gold rush. I'm sure all of you know this. She wants to help you create radically more effective courses and more importantly, buyers for life because marketing doesn't stop when they click the buy button. This is a jam-packed episode talking first with Bethany, then Bethany talking with Marisa. So I'm just going to stop talking myself and I'm going to let you get right into it. Here it is. Welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. It is so good to be here. I have been a fan for a really long time. Yeah, since you first interviewed and you were like, I'm going to listen to this and see what these people are all about. It seems like only yesterday that I was listening to the podcast with you about how you program traffic and conversion summit. And I'm like, great. So if I want this job, all I have to do is memorize this podcast. And so that's when it all began. (laughs) Well, let's talk a little bit about what you do. So Bethany, who are you and what are you all about? So before this, I was a choir teacher, which is kind of a wild background. A lot of us at Digital Marketer have a pretty varied background. And a lot of us are kind of former recovering teachers. And yeah, I came on because uh, you and I met and that was the most amazing meet cute. And, you know, we have our whole little story that we can share for another podcast. (laughs) But yeah, I was brought in to really kind of assist and down the line, take over the programming for Traffic and Conversion Summit. So working super closely with you and with our founders and our committee on, you know, who do we really want to put on these stages? Who are the top experts, the top marketers, people are really out there killing it. And who do we want on our stage at TNC? So that's what I've been doing for the last year is programming for the event and helping to get the event off the ground. But breaking news, (laughs) traffic and conversion summit was postponed. (laughs) Since back in March, we decided to postpone the event until until December, my role kind of came to this like skeetering halt where, you know, the speakers are programmed and now we're in this kind of amazing waiting game where we have our audience who is hungry for TNC content. They're not getting it at the event. And I think everything started to change back when we did the watch party and Brian Dice was like, Hey let's do a watch party. (laughs) And you and me and the team were like, yeah, let's do that. And so over the dates of Traffic and Conversion Summit, we brought back some of the hottest recordings from TNC 2019. We ran them through Facebook Live. We had a massive attendance for that kind of virtual event that was back when virtual events were not as, it wasn't as saturated of a market as it is now. And there was a lot of excitement there. And I think as a team, we just had this collective light bulb where it's just like, oh my gosh, all these sessions from 2019 
are just as relevant and just as important now as they were back then. And I think as marketers, we get really caught into this trap. And what's the new thing? What's the new thing? New, 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 new. But actually, we at TNC have this library of content that is just solid gold. So then after that, my role kind of shifted into, okay, how can we really leverage all of this amazing content that we have? And well, I don't know, share it. Yeah. <laughs> share it with our attendees and stuff. So we've launched a lot of uh, kind of new things, new things nurturing the audience. Yeah. So, and I, I think that's like a really interesting pivot and we're not going to go too deep into it because I really want to share this interview that you're going to be, well, you're, you're sharing it with us really. But I, I still think it's interesting because we're not just going from a live event to a virtual event. We're not like, okay, pivot time. Let's do an event. You TNC has been thinking a lot more broadly and a lot more, you know, out of the box on what we can be offering to people who are ticket holders, to people who don't have tickets, to people who are sponsors. So real quick, before we go into the interview you're going to share with us, would you talk about what these new offerings are and and what you're creating over there? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the first things that we've decided to launch was TNC On Demand, which is Uh, For anyone who is already an event ticket holder, while you wait, there's a lot of content for you to absorb in the meantime. We've got all the recordings from the TNC watch party. I've also been hosting TNC trainings with our TNC speakers where they're actually coming on and providing additional content that they are not covering at TNC. That That has been launched free to our audience and then the recordings are available to event ticket holders. And I've been writing blog posts that are just write-ups of recordings. If you don't have access to the recordings, you can deep dive into those blog posts and really absorb that content that way. And we have created an interview series where I'm talking with a handful of some select speakers who are just you know amazing, amazing superstars and talking with them about, number one, what is their session going to be about? What um, are we going to be able to just uh, absorb in December and kind of get a little bit of tactics in in the meantime, as well as, you know, how has their year been? What have they learned? Are things going well? Has it been a total train wreck? Sometimes it's been a little of both. And these interviews have been really powerful and actually kind of a, a little emotional. Like we've had some cry sessions here and there. And when it came to deciding what interview I wanted to share on the Digital Marketer podcast, it was a struggle because a lot of them were so amazing and such great conversations. But I decided to go with Marisa Murgatroyd, because she is all about app and game techniques. And she really talks about how online education is now totally mainstream. And this is an opportunity for literally everyone to take advantage of right now. But there's a lot of do's and don'ts in the space. And when it comes to learning, engagement, and really kind of having that powerful virtual experience, there's there's a lot there. So I think there's something for literally every marketer out of her content and her session. And I'm excited to share this interview because she's just a smart cookie and it was great talking with her. Awesome. Well, I'll just let you, let you do the introduction. Just let's roll into it. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys enjoy it. So uh, roll that tape. Hey, Marisa, how are you doing today? I am great. How about you? 
I'm doing so well. It is really great to catch up with you and chat a little bit about your session. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super, super stoked and I can't wait to rock the stage. And the interesting thing though is waiting for March to December is I feel like I have so much more fodder to share because right now we're in the midst of this online education gold rush as the whole world is going online to basically consume anything like school kids are jumping on Zoom instead of school buses and colleges are closed all the way through 2021. Harvard announced that colleges are not going to be in session at least until 2022. And so all of these people are going online. And I feel like what we do as a, for a living as online business owners and marketers is really, really hot right now. And almost everybody I know in the space, their businesses are booming. So I'm super stoked to come on in December and share all the different changes that have happened in this year and all the new opportunities that are available for us. Yeah, let's just dive right in. Can you tell me a little bit about what your session is about? What are you going to be covering in December? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to teach you how to create radically more effective courses. And why does that matter? Not only is online education a $250 billion a year industry and growing fast, but the more people get to what I call the top of the mountain in your course, which is getting the result that you promise, the more of them will get into the bottom of your funnel. And so I really believe that customer success is the new marketing. And I've been able to get 10 to 30 times the industry standard level of engagement and completion, which oftentimes drops refund rates by 80% or more, increases sales, increases referrals, increases repeat sales, just by setting your students, your clients, your customers up to win from moment one of day one, the moment they push the buy button. And this summit, Traffic and Conversion, I love it, but the name Traffic and Conversion applies that the journey stops once they hit that buy button. So what I'm talking about is everything that starts as soon as they hit the buy button, because like I said, I believe customer success is the new marketing. And when you understand that, you're just going to see your launches grow every single year. And you're going to keep like hundreds of thousands of dollars more in your pocket just by eliminating the refunds most people are getting in the online education space to begin with. And I'm going to show you how to do it using a lot of the most revolutionary brain science, behavioral design, cutting edge app and game techniques, what they know about human motivation and psychology, and also good old fashioned adult learning to get people addicted on changing their lives through your products, your programs, and your services. The truth is, is that this market is just getting more crowded. So you might be able to get people to buy from you once, but without this element, they're certainly not going to buy again. And your long-term reputation, you know, all the reviews on Trustpilot, everything else that's happening, it's not going to really support what it is that you're doing. So you're going to see a decline over time rather than an increase over time. If you also look at the buying behaviors and values have completely shifted since this pandemic started. And a lot of the things that have been really traditional in marketing, like showing off your amazing life and your yachts and your you know bikini body and all of that are becoming less and less important and people are caring about really being of service to their friends and their family and making a difference a lot more than they have before and so that long-term reputation is really coming in handy plus as some people are seeing their financials hit you want to take your products your courses your services out of what i call the non-essential nice to have bucket and into at least the essential if not the indispensable 
And so really landing that sweet spot with your course and both the positioning of making it super duper actionable in terms of what people are going to do, be, feel, have, overcome and achieve through your course, but making sure they hit it and that the process of hitting that goal and getting to that top of the mountain is so freaking fun and exciting that they want to talk about that experience to everyone that they meet. That's when you start to become indispensable and people want to buy from you again, not just because you delivered on a promise, but because they had so much more fun and engagement getting the result than with so many of the boring stuff on Udemy and Coursera and everywhere else that you'll find. You're doing something different and something that aligns with the attention economy that we're in because billions of dollars that are being spent on ads and Facebook and Instagram is because those platforms have people's attention. And I think we take attention for granted so much in our work and in our courses, and we assume that marketing stops once people buy. And I believe that marketing is really about creating the attitudes, beliefs, and conditions people need to make a change in their life, which gets them to that first yes of buying your product, but it also gets them all the way through your course. So I believe in continuing marketing through the entire customer journey, keeping people super engaged, super exciting, and that instead of this normal arc where you see motivation wane over time, that you can actually see it increase over time. And when you have that, you've got buyers for life. And that's what I've been seeing and just raving fans. And that's going to set you apart in a market that's super saturated and at a time when people are minding their dollars. I love that. So let's dig into that a little bit more because you know, you're talking about really standing out and really motivating them. What are some of the things that course creators need to be doing to stand out? Like, are these those app and game techniques that you're talking about? Yeah. A lot of them are the app and game techniques for building what I like to call unstoppable momentum, which is momentum that increases rather than decreases over time. And understanding what it takes to increase and work with human momentum, which normally wanes over time if you don't naturally replenish that momentum. So a lot of this is about building wins into your course. And that winning actually starts the moment that they buy. So a lot of times what happens is people buy and then it's like, wah, wah, wah. You know, you get a bunch of emails, you log on, and there's just like a ton of stuff on a membership site. I like to have people collect their first win within minutes of buying. So right away, I'm engaging them with a piece of content. And that piece of content is super strategic and specific. That piece of content is to design to reinforce what I call the mission of the course and the future self-vision. So for example, I had one student who was teaching musicians how to get their music on you know, TV shows. And the very first thing they had this person, like new students do, and we're working with creatives, with musicians, is fill out a bunch of paperwork to, you know, apply and be eligible to be listed on these shows. I'm like, okay, you're giving three hours of paperwork to musicians. This is when you take that motivation when it's at its peak and drop it down to almost non-existent within the first few minutes of your program. Now, instead, what I had him do is basically change this to creating the dream 50 list, which is having students in that very first training you know, come up with their dream 50 of all the TV shows that if they were on even a single one of them, the course would be a massive success for them. And you also want to make this so fail proof, you know. So for example, by making it fail proof is you're creating the list of based on your genre, these are all the shows that could be a fit. 
And then all of a sudden, that very first training is a massive win where they're reinforcing the mission of the program, which is to get your music on TV and the future self-vision because they're imagining themselves on their TV shows. But then here's where it starts to get interesting with those game and app techniques. They're not just watching a video and then it's over. You want to have the validation of the win. So we like to build experience points right into our program, just like the points you used to get on Dungeons of Dragons and that you can get in Pokemon Go and all of that. So as soon as people are checking that off, they get a win. They get the visual kind of sensation of watching them check off the work. They get the auditory sound. We use like kitchings and all kinds of sound effects and things like that. They and get that kinesthetic of being able to hit that button. So they're getting all of this feedback mechanics that are coming into play as soon as they do that. And it's not just that every single time they complete a training, they collect XPs, but you can do surprise wins and things and celebrations that they're not expecting. You can mm-hmm. use those XPs to create leaderboards and all kinds of things in your program where you're having people kind of getting that social momentum and community momentum of, you know, competing and supporting each other. We also build in the ability to have what I call red light and green light monitoring simply by adding a system like that into the course. You can see who's on track and who's following behind. And then you can send dedicated text messages, emails, Facebook messages that are completely automated to be like, oh my gosh, I just see you completed your third training in a row. You're on a streak. Congratulations. You're unstoppable. Or, oh my gosh, you have not logged in for a week. What's wrong, sister? Let me get you back on track. We're here for you. Do you need anything? So, you know, you're actually responding to them and you're creating feedback loops where the person's experience is changing the course as they go through it rather than this one size fits all program. Because if you look at everything that's happened, say with, you know, Black Lives Matter is that people want customized programs for them. And there's a difference between equality and equity. And I think I used to believe in my programs to just have that one size fits all experience for everyone. But true equity is setting every single person up to win, no matter their starting point. I mean, if you look at Rihanna's brand, Fenty, she's now looking at, you know, underwear in 30 different shades of nude. People don't want this one size fits all. They want Mm. a responsive system, you know, a responsive course that actually adapts to them and supports them based on their starting point, based on their pace, based on the actions they're taking or not taking. And so those are just a few of the mechanics that we embed into programs. And the good news is you can automate all of that. We have systems to automate the creation of a leaderboard and posting in Facebook, to Facebook message people, to text them, to send voicemails, to send emails based on all these actions they're taking. But one of the things I would love to highlight is you're talking about that when that happens right after they buy the course where they're sitting down, like for in your musician example, or they're sitting down and they're creating their dream list or whatever. Well, from a psychology standpoint, that's, it's, it's like mental practice almost when you're really envisioning yourself already achieving the thing that you showed up to take this course for, you're already imagining yourself achieving that desired end result. And connecting that rewarding emotional mental experience with that course immediately generates motivation to go, okay, this course actually is something that I'm connecting with right now. And this is actually motivating me 
to continue throughout the rest of the course because you're already sort of mentally practicing what that's, that's exactly it. The number like. is 80% more likely to follow through simply by doing that within the first few minutes of them buying from you. And if you're able to add to that the app and get game techniques of that feedback mechanic, the visual mm-hmm. reward, the points, the sound effects, the leaderboards, the contests, the red and the green light monitoring, and all of that, then all of a sudden you're building some unstoppable momentum. And the other thing is, is that really setting it up so every single time someone engages with you, they're winning. So Every single piece of content I create, there's always a win associated with it. And I usually do say one experience point, one XP for watching a training and two XPs for taking an action because I'm rewarding the action twice as much as I'm rewarding the training. But the amount of times I'm in courses where you have hours of content where I'm not doing anything with it. It's just the lecture style of content. And to be honest, that was a form of education from the 18th century that was designed to create good factory workers for the industrial revolution. It's not designed for our new information, beyond the information age. It's an experience age. It's, you know, and it's an age where we're really deeply engaged with things. So that kind of old school perspective just does not work for people. So setting your training up to win and also understanding, like I said, it's not just the app and games, but it's where that meets human psychology and behavioral design. And, you know, that's the session that I'm going to be teaching because when you can bring those two things together, it's a very powerful cocktail. And like in our signature course, you know, the average, the industry average completion for online programs is 3%. Our signature course has a 45% completion, but this is a mega 12 week program where people have to actually design and launch a product. So for them to have, you know, 80%, like 45% of people to actually do that is huge. If it were a smaller threshold, you can get numbers up to 90%. And we've seen our students do that. And I've had a lot of industry experts come to me and put their, you know, um, their staff through my programs and then all of a sudden have their best launch and drop their refunds by a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars just like right like that within the very next cycle by creating this level of engagement. Mm, that's amazing. So you're kind of uh, jumping ahead to where I was going to transition to, but I would love to hear some detail on, you know, what's a major win that you've had for you or for one of your clients? Yeah, yeah. Well, what I would say for us is that even though our big annual live event where we do 40% of our revenue was the day after the governor of California declared a state of emergency because of COVID and we lost 50% of our people, we're still up 25%. So I would say that that's a major win. And I'm super stoked because we're going into our big October launch and I'm going to pivot everything to a live launch with the challenge, make it super interactive, make it super engaging. And I just think that this message, like the time has come where so many people are creating these courses and so many people who weren't taking online courses now are, and they're getting used to that kind of education. And the truth is once people get used to it, they're not going to want to stop because they get to have, you know, on-demand education from the comfort and safety of their own home from the best experts in the world versus being limited to whoever happens to be teaching at the community college down the street. And I think that even, you know, my mentorship programs where I've had to take all of our live retreats, virtual people are like, man, I don't have to leave the house. This is amazing. And while some people are going to miss that live and personal element. I think that the time really has come for this and online education is truly mainstream now. I mean, online education is bigger than the game industry. 
It's actually, as of right now, it's bigger than the app industry as well. Now that's going to change. The app industry is growing really fast, but I think people don't understand how mainstream this is. I mean, Zoom as a company is now bigger than the top seven airlines in the world combined. That's the level of growth that we're seeing in this industry right now. And a lot of the profit and success is going to be reserved for people who understand not just how to create a course, any old ordinary Joe can create a course, but how to get ridiculous engagement and unstoppable momentum with your students so they actually succeed and you deliver on the promise that you're making to them. That's when things start to really, really take off for you. Shifting a little bit, uh, what is something that you wish you would have done sooner in your career, in your company, in your strategy? What's something you wish you had started a long time ago? You know, what we're seeing with all of these virtual events is that they're so hot. I don't know if people would have accepted them earlier in terms of I'm not talking about webinars and master classes. I'm talking about full three uh, uh, like day immersions. I kind of wish I had done those sooner because the number of people who say weren't able to come to my annual Live Your Message live event because they live, you know, pretty far away because I 40% of our customers are international or they've got mm. childcare or, you know, elder care or whatever it happens to be is just huge. And that level of accessibility, I think, is awesome. So be, having done that sooner, I kind of wish I had done that sooner. I'm not sure everyone would have got that. I also wish that I had um, done Evergreen Funnels sooner. I wish I had done Instagram sooner. <laughs> I, wish, I, I wish a lot of things, to be honest, because yeah. in hindsight, you know, everything is 2020, right? It really is about becoming you know, so much more customer-centric. So you know, I, I definitely agree with that there. So shifting to look ahead a little bit, pull out the crystal ball. Is there an emerging channel or an opportunity that you see that marketers need to pay attention to here on out? Well, I really do think that the future is gamified learning. Elon Musk went on record saying that, you know, the future is gamified learning. I mean, a lot of this next like 20 years is radically going to reinvent everything in terms of the way people learn. And it has to because we have a system that we've been clinging on to for so long that, you know, it doesn't even match the people who are going into that system anymore. So I feel like there's so much opportunity there to be on the cutting edge of gamified, responsive learning that's truly designed for human psychology. And I think the first round of online courses and product creators were people who were, let's call them mechanics, maybe, who are really good at what they do, but who did not necessarily understand how to teach that, how to facilitate an experience, how to actually get people to results. And I think you're going to need both of those skill sets to succeed you know, in this next error because it's not going to be enough to simply be good at what you do. It's not going to be enough to simply have gotten those results for yourself. I think you've got to learn these skills. And it's not something we were ever taught because all of the models, you know, for education that I knew I grew up in, you know, from the time that I was, you know, in a kindergarten all the way through grad school was these old school models. So we only have broken models to follow. So I think I'm personally on a mission to reinvent online education around the world. So results and engagement become the norm and not the exception. But even like, I think in 2012, eight years ago, Salman Khan of the Khan Academy was on the cover of Forbes magazine with the headline, The Trillion Dollar Opportunity. 
And I feel like that was almost ahead of its time. And it truly is a trillion dollar opportunity, but it's one that most people don't realize. And it's not simply by creating a course or simply by putting your content online. I mean, that was been done, but it's really by this commitment to student success and engagement. Like I said, that is the new marketing. Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more with you. And I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, what really keeps people engaged eight hours a day, three days in a row. And it's like, it's a video game, a really wonderful video game with an incredibly immersive story. I mean, in the future, I think I truly believe that virtual events will feel like Animal Crossing, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's just, it's totally explorative. It's totally interactive. And it's totally, like you're saying, based on our, you know, just age old motivation techniques of, uh, reward or uh, or consequence. Learning should be fun. It should be engaging, and you know, marketing should really should really serve that kind of journey in the same way. So I totally agree with you there. <laughs> Absolutely. And I actually, after my last virtual event that we did just a, a month or two ago, as I put together this ultimate guide to running a experimentified virtual event. So I applied all those same principles that I apply to online courses to the virtual event. So happy to share that resource if it's helpful for you. But a lot of the things we did is we sent people mailers and I actually did bingo games and star charts and things like that and rewards and bonus sessions based on their level of participation. And, you know, so I applied all of the same principles to that kind of virtual event. So this set of principles, I call it the experience formula, these 10 experiences, you can actually apply it to front end marketing. We're redoing our blog to be the world's first, like kind of like a Reddit, but for a personal company blog and doing a lot of those things because engagement is engagement is engagement and how you engage in a course is similar to a virtual event is similar to a live event. But the main thing that I've learned is that even though a lot of the principles of in-person engagement hold for virtual is that a design has an event has to be fully optimized either for virtual or for in-person. It's hard to kind of cater to two audiences simultaneously because design is always about a series of choices. And when you choose one thing, you're choosing to optimize for that thing, right? Absolutely. One last question before I let you go. What has been the most rewarding experience in your career as a business owner? Oh, wow. Okay, this actually happened at the March event, okay? And like I said, the day before this event, just setting the stage here, the governor had declared that state of emergency. I was going into an event. I had no idea how many people would be there. I sold like 650 tickets. So I was like, hopefully I've sold enough tickets that we're still going to have a good event. But, you know, COVID's starting to happen. It was March 5th to 7th. So it was before it was like very, very early stages, but it was still starting to happen fast. And once it happened, it happened really fast. So I get out on stage that first day and the whole crowd, we had 350 people there stands up and they give me a standing ovation for a full five minutes. I kid you not. I hadn't said a single word. And they were just so stoked because so many of them had been experiencing me in all these other courses and programs. They've been hyper engaged in my content that before I said a word, they applauded me for five minutes. And I was like on the verge of tears. Like I didn't know what to do with it because I'm so hardwired that I have to give value and prove myself and then I'm worthy of their applause. But here I hadn't done anything yet. But the truth is I'd been doing so much for so many years And they were recognizing both how I was being on that stage and also, you know, 
giving everything that I had in the midst of a pandemic when there's so many other things. And I think that just touched me more than the millions of dollars I made from the stage and things like that. Just that recognition and that validation that I was doing something right. That is so beautiful. That's such a great story. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, super fun to be here with you. And I can't wait for December, no matter what it ends up looking like. And also excited for all the ways in which the world is changing, because I just feel like this pandemic is accelerating things that were already in process. And I'm glad that they're here because I'm personally designed for this new world. (laughs) So glad to hear that. And thank you so much, Marisa. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day and I will see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.